guys, I'm Danielle Natvig, and I'm here with Katali Garcia, Chriselle Chrisman, Annette Palacio, and Jillian Gregory, and we're here in Lake Forest, California at El Toro High School, and we're going to be talking about the global issue of human trafficking today, but not just human trafficking worldwide, but focusing on developed countries like the U.S. and seeing how it affects us. So before we get into it, can you give us like a little bit of background or like main points on what human trafficking is and what's its significance jillian okay so basically human trafficking is when an individual is harbored transported or recruited by someone who threatens them with force or deception these people are often trafficked for certain services that they can possibly offer such as prostitution forced labor or forced criminality there's a lot more but i'm just stating a few um, many people who are trafficked are often targeted because of how vulnerable they are and desperate in their situation. This, also, this often has to do with money and how they're in a tight situation in which they need to escape. So these services, basically the trafficker, how do they benefit? Like, do they benefit economically? Is that why they do it? Do they get like personal gain? That is the most common way they benefit, yes because these vulnerable people who are in desperate situations can offer cheap labor to so many people to a certain extent. So it's basically yeah. like they're selling people for yeah, services. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's like awful. That is obviously like a problem and you wouldn't think you'd find it here in today's society, but Kitsali can tell us this does happen in the U.S. and you have certain situations like that it's happened. Can you tell us about those? So, based on a TED Talk that we watched by Barbara Amaya, she was trafficked for 10 years from the ages of 10 to 22. Uh, she is an open advocate for human trafficking rights and human trafficking victims. And through this, she has seen multiple uh, accounts of when human trafficking has happened in open spaces. Uh, there's one account that occurred in the Irvine Spectrum not too many years ago where a girl was abducted. Um, so... This basically, she mentions in her TED Talk how people often, when they're abducted, they're abducted at a young age and are basically programmed by their... And are they abducted at a young age because of, like, the vulnerabilities and, like, the lack of knowledge, lack of education? Yeah, they're actually, they really are. They're, like, lack of education. Most of the people, according to antislavery.org, 51% of the people trafficked are women and 28% are children. So the traffickers basically try to go for vulnerable people, such as children, women, people of younger ages, that they could psychologically trained so that they are reliant on their traffic yeah, that gives us like a little bit of insight so now since we have a little bit of background knowledge about like the risk and what it really is we actually Chriselle has some information that it's actually used in our media human trafficking is expressed in our media so what types of media because i don't see it every day but what types of media is this like hidden in yeah one example of uh human trafficking that you might not have like looked too deep into was the movie tangled by disney uh rapunzel is kidnapped by mother Gothel, and much like many victims she was targeted at a young age where she's more rendered defenseless she can't really you know do anything and they're not you know they don't think 
for themselves as much. Uh, she's also convinced, much like most victims are, that they can't live without their captors. They see them more as a parental figure or somebody looking after them as they spend more time with them. Uh, kind of like a type of brainwashing, almost. Um, also, between the two characters, like Rapunzel and human trafficking victims, uh, they both are mostly used for their abilities. There's no uh, motive to keep them as, they don't see them as humans as much. Uh, she's used for her powers, you know, to keep her young. Uh, victims are used, you know, prostitution, uh, free labor, more for products that they can benefit off of. Um, and not all victims are isolated from the world, but some of them are in efforts to keep them silenced, much like Rapunzel was locked away. And some victims do face that as well. So there's a lot of parallels. When you're talking about Disney movies, those are seen by young children, young audiences. So I think it's really good that people are starting to put human trafficking and embed it in the media because now um, these young audiences can become educated and more aware so they're less vulnerable to the trafficking. But even with all this knowledge, it doesn't really do much except um, create like fear among people. So without like a solution, there's really no like no purpose in knowing all this knowledge. So Annette, can you tell us about some of the solutions out there for this global issue? Yeah, just like the media, I know that the UNODC has um, published lots of campaigns that prevent human trafficking and the UN has also made programs to spread awareness on human trafficking. And for our solution, we want to focus on people who have um, less of an access to technology. So incorporating phone booths in popular areas such as LA or like um, New York or those heavily populated areas because human trafficking does happen in those areas but is not seen visually. And we want to have phone booths who are automatically connected to the police. It's kind of almost like a life alert where the police can come right away if you're ever feeling vulnerable or unsafe. And for people who do have access to the advanced technology like phones or iPads, then we want to incorporate apps that will help, will help people feel safe in a time when they feel vulnerable or unsafe at any time. And as this, as this um, problem is still reoccurring in developed countries, we want people to feel safe as possible. And for people who have come out as victims of human trafficking, we want to treat them with things such as therapy as they would have mental illnesses and things like PTSD. And we want to help them have an ability to start almost like a, a second start to a life. So something like housing and um, access to employment would help and those are just a couple of solutions yeah and i really think those are good solutions because like the phone apps like those can be implemented into teens daily lives so easily 
and like the solutions on the phone booths like even in these developed countries there's families that have low income they can't afford things like modern technology so i think it's important that even solutions are provided for them because they could be put in vulnerable situations as well and so i think that's really purposeful for us to know solutions and to use it because who knows if we could be trafficked so thank you for joining us today